6-0. Caitlin Clark had 42 points last night to lead Iowa to their seventh win in a row. The Hawkeyes look to keep rolling when they visit Penn State tomorrow. Texas and Oklahoma are not expected to join the SEC before 2025 as negotiations on a deal to leave the Big 12 a year early reportedly have stalled. Reserves for the NBA All-Star Game were announced last night. James Harden, Trey Young, and Anthony Edwards among those who didn't make the cut. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you until, well, just before 1 o'clock. Bottom of the hour, Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3 Media. Uh, Tom will join us. We'll preview Iowa, Illinois, getting set tomorrow, 1.30 local time. Let's head to Las Vegas. Uh, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations for Circus Sports. Got to be getting a little sick of me. We talked to him on TV Wednesday <laughs> on our Iowa Everywhere podcast and on the radio now. How are you, Mike Palm? Ken, it's great to be with you and the voice of girls wrestling, Trent Condon. <laughs> Thank you so you much. You had a busy day yesterday. The place was banged out, too. And you appreciate that as much. Uh, uh, girls State uh, uh, softball that you uh, umpired over your, the beginning of your career, right? Oh, yes, at Harlan Rogers. I had a great time uh, officiating Troy Dan and was the head of the girls' union then. And, uh, uh, you know, got to travel around the state every summer. I started doing it when I was about 16. And, and you know, work a lot of tournaments in in, in Des Moines and uh, Cedar Rapids, Jefferson for Larry Niemeyer, and and uh, you know, and got to work regionals, and then I got eventually got to the state tournament. It was it was an awfully great experience. Well, I, I want to bring up something you mentioned yesterday on our on our Hook podcast on Iowa Everywhere. We were talking about baseball and the fact that I thought that it, you know, boy, sir, seems like it's uh, just trending in the direction of the Oakland A's moving uh, to Las Vegas, and I started to pick your brain a little bit. How would that go over? And you came back with baseball. You you weren't sure how that would go over, but you had an idea, or you'd heard an idea, and it's a hundred percent right that Major League Baseball schedules. Uh, a weekend series every single weekend, and it's and the teams they rotate. I mean, the Jays Red Sox would be one weekend. Next mm. weekend it would be St. Louis and the Cardinals because the fan bases are dying to see their team. And how about doing so on a neutral field out in um, you know the uh, one of the destinations when it comes to uh, travel in the United States? Do it in Vegas. It's a brilliant idea, Mike. Well, I think it. it- it can be supported. Um, I think they'll have better attendance than you do in most parks uh, if they're playing in their home city. And, uh, you know, if every team took two series and played them there, it could, you know, like you said, Cubs, Cardinals, you know, Twins, Brewers, uh, it, all these rivalries, Yankees, Red Sox, um, I think it would be tremendous. I don't think we can support the Oakland A's. And you know, Oakland is one of the blacked out markets in Las Vegas. So you don't, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Oakland games you don't get to see. So, I mean, there's no fan base here because you never, the games are never on TV anyhow. Right. So I, I just don't see, I don't know that there's enough corporate sponsorships 
um, to support the A's. So, uh, but I like the idea of, of rotating the teams a lot better. And, and your 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 theory is backed up just because you know you go to a Las Vegas Gold Knights and half the half the buildings filled with the other team's fans. Likewise, on Sundays when the Raiders are playing whoever, the other team fan bases they descend in Las Vegas because it's such a it's it's such a tourism driven city. It's especially true for the Eastern Conference teams because they only make one trip there, right? So. Wow. And in this case, with the baseball, you'd have that same kind of compression. So the likelihood of something like that happening is? I give it 15%. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, more you know likely. You know, who's brought it, you know who's putting it on the table with the owners is Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets. Oh, is he? Pretty close fr- well, he's become pretty close friends with Derek, and I know Derek's been pushing this idea with him. So he thinks it's interesting as well. Like that? Yeah, I do too. I think that's a brilliant idea. You said this week that you don't think Vegas needs the Super Bowl, and I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> and the hotel rooms are going to be packed this weekend. The Super Bowls are next weekend. The Super Bowls in Phoenix, and and Las Vegas is sold out. Yeah, but this, this, what can what good can come of the NFL coming in and saying we need X thousands of rooms right uh, over the weekend, and then you know. Obviously, the gridlock from the traffic and the events that are going on for with the draft was a disaster, uh, and the super the, the Super Bowl probably even more so than that. And then we've got this F one race coming in, in November. That uh, they have to rebuild all the streets on the Strip and, and Spring Mountain and Paradise. I mean, it's 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 going to be a year of of disruption for Las Vegas. When's the Final Four? There is that this year or next? Oh no no next year next year so sweet sixteen this further year down the line yes, 20, yes. maybe it's twenty twenty five okay so it's a ways off gotcha. we have the west we have the west regional here this year right okay mm-hmm. I was uh, listening to your buddies Gil Alexander and the crew doing their what do they call it the lifestyle pod in between Super Bowl week oh. <laughs> and uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> got a few chuckles out of that as I always do but one thing that they talked about the Bellagio. Maybe the fountains aren't long for this world. What? Have you heard anything like that? What, what was the reasoning, Trent? Basically, I mean, it's it's space. It's space that could be used for something different and repurposing that area into something different. I, maybe I heard it incorrectly, but it just kind of struck me as odd as I was making the drive back. I know and the, to the volcano night. at the barrage is kaput. That's one, oh, yeah. That's gone. Yeah. That's gone. That's going to be a big guitar, probably, right. with the hard rock. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that the fountains of the Bellagio are the most iconic. Thing I about Las Vegas. I'm, I'm there with you. Yeah, they they have to stay. Mike Trent and I talked about this early in the week. Trent had heard it. Um, it it was news to me when I saw it watching uh, of all places Hockey Night in Canada last week with the All Star Game this week. Apparently, one of the things on the owners meeting is the NHL, who along with the NBA apparently are thinking of. Uh, dialing back this regular season from 82 down to 72, perhaps even as few as few in air quotes as 70 games. Are you guys in Vegas aware that the NBA and the NHL are at least kicking the tires on shortening the regular season? And what does that do? Well, we've heard it. That's not good. I mean, it's less events, uh, less events to wager on. Uh, maybe it improves the game of basketball because this load management is, is right. I don't know how much more you can deteriorate a fan base when, you know, they save up for a trip for a kid on his birthday to see his yep. favorite player playing. Well, that night he's resting, you know, and which is, 
you know, when, you know, you're a little older than I am, Ken, and I'm a little older than Trent, but I mean, if the guys played yeah. 82, 81, 80 games, unless they had a broken leg, you know, it was, right. there was no, there was no thought of that. I mean, you know, the, the only platooning is, you know, a catcher in baseball sometimes mm-hmm. needed a, a day off. Goalies, you know, goalies started 85% of their team's game, and now you get a lot of these rotations where guys are playing a third of the game, but, it's all a different era. I don't know that it helps hockey that much. I I, I, I want more hockey, not less. I'm with you. And I got the shakes. I got to be honest. Last <laughs> week and or last night and then today, nothing till Monday. I yeah yeah. Will you do any handle on any of the? I mean, I don't think you can. There's anything. I'm not even sure there's anything on the board for the Pro Bowl festivities. Can you bet on the NHL All Star Game? Oh yeah, you bet the three the three on three. Yeah, the three on three. The, the conferences, the divisions, they put lines up for that. Like no team is more than like a dollar forty favorite, and then the total is somewhere between twelve and thirteen and a half. Yeah. Two, ten minute, two ten minute halves that they play. Yeah, not a lot of defense. Well, looking at the uh, hockey odds here for the Stanley Cup, of course the Bruins are the betting favorite, plus four eighty five, and for a team that. What have they lost? Seven games all year long. Uh, yeah, they, they they were on a they'd lost three in a row for the first time all year. They're head and shoulders though, points wise, the best yep. team in the NHL. Yet it's hockey, and how many times has it felt like, well, you got the best team, and it doesn't turn out to be there? Have you guys seen a lot of future wagers on Boston? Where are you guys kind of looking here? <laughs> Wait to hear what he's got. Well, I'm a, I have thirty five to one on Boston. How about Whoa. that? Uh, Whoa. Yeah, I. I I bet I made my bets in August. I've got thirty-five to one on Boston, um, thirty to one on Dallas, forty to one on St. Louis, and then I and then I and then I got in on Carolina at fourteen to one. So that's that's what I have. No, it's ridiculously short. How could the team be less than five to one? Even the Avalanche last year, right? I mean, how could they be less than five to one? And we haven't seen this Boston team perform in the playoffs either. I actually think you know. It's a very tough division, yep. And you've got to get through Toronto and Tampa Bay, yep. Likely, well, they'll probably play each other. They will. You're going to have to get through. You know the you know the Rangers might be your first round matchup. Could be a wild card. Washington, Pittsburgh, and then you'll have to play Toronto or Tampa Bay, and then probably Carolina. Um, look, I can I can get bet on the no side of this in the market right now. No win at about seven fifty. So I mean, I could lock it up right now if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Or uh, or at least cover the initial bet, or cover That's all a great four point. of that with a no bet on Boston right now, and then and then have a free roll the rest of the way. You're in a really good spot. Well, let's talk about the Super Bowl, and the line is now uh, settled at settled at one and a half. So let's um, you know speculate a little bit. Circa right now, uh, Philly a minus point and a half. The totals fifty and a half. Do you think one and a half? Does it get back to two? Does it go down to one? What do you see that number doing this week? If somebody's sitting on the fence waiting for whatever that magic number is for them before they make a bet, what is it going to do? Well, first of all, is it worth waiting on either side to get down to one or get to two? Not that relevant a number, although two becomes a little more important with the the, uh, missed extra points and going for two and stuff like that. I, I don't think outside of news mid next week that these injuries for the Kansas City receivers are going to keep them out, uh, that we see the line move and then, you know, maybe it gets to two again, maybe two and a half. I doubt it. Um, I always said if the game would end at one or one and a half, I think that's where it is. I think we, when we kick the ball off, it's, it's one and a half or one in favor of Philadelphia. 
Well, the first of the prop markets are starting to be out there, the standard ones, mm-hmm. heads, tails. I uh, saw so you guys have, will the first kickoff be a touchback or return? I like that one. And then uh, I Which saw. Which side do you like? Oh, it's going to be a touchback. I'll okay. leave minus 155 on All that right. one. Yeah. Additional Super Bowl props, though. And this is something that Jeff Benson had up on his Twitter account. I mean, there's some funs in here. Who will play more snaps, Travis or Jason Kelsey? I like that. <laughs> Fun things like that. When you guys are putting these things together, I mean, how much goes into not just, all right, is that something that people would actually be entertained and want to bet on? But secondly, how you price these things? Yeah, well, that's the hard thing, right? Yeah. Is making the price. And then you want to write props that people are going to bet into. You know, I've said this before. Props are a losing proposition, right? They're 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 a losing endeavor for the sports book, generally every year. So we, you know, you can't be the best at everything. We want to be competitive and have some fun ones, not necessarily have the biggest menu in the world. Um, and then, of course, if you haven't listed it before, you do have to get the approval of the Nevada Gaming Commission, uh, which you know all, all the shops are sending them in right now. So about a two-day turnaround if there's something that comes up. We'll have the majority of our props up by Tuesday of next week. You know, we keep rolling out as we go along. We got we, we had a big push to get the squares up because we launched the commercial. So they got that up actually a day early on Monday night of this week when we had targeted them for, for two. We did, we're doing a lot of advertising with it, so we hope to really grow this market on the squares. I, uh, I tell you a prop that I generally bet, and the minutes might be a little bit different, and you can find different is. The no scoring right at the beginning of the game mm-hmm. is traditionally a profitable one. I'd say no score in the first six minutes, it's minus 140 to the no. Uh, there's no score in the first three minutes. you got to lay uh, five to one there. But generally, the only way you lose that, that no score in the first six is if you get a long pass play and then they stop them and they kick a field goal. A lot of NFL drives nowadays are six minutes or more. So if you get one punt there, you become a huge favorite. Yeah, indeed you do. Uh, Mike Palm, Vice President uh, of Circus Sports, is our guest. Well, you said you'll have most of those out uh, next week. What about uh, when you've um, taken a look at your futures? I know that you shared with uh, with me uh, and our um, Hook audience. Upside down in Kansas City in futures, uh, the Eagles, it's a good result for you, but it's a pretty significant uh, result if indeed the Chiefs uh, do win the uh, Lombardi Trophy. We took a, a, a three hundred thousand dollar bet at ten to one, Kenny, in August, mm-hmm. um, and, and we've never really been able to vitiate that. We're still right around a three million dollar loser to the Chiefs, um, and it's almost a million dollar winner to, to the Eagles. So, um, you know, it's a four million dollar swing. That's why we opened the number two and a half in favor of the Chiefs. Try to get some Eagles money. The, the market wouldn't tolerate it very long, but. We'll definitely, definitely, definitely be cheering for the Eagles on uh, next Sunday. Oh, good stuff there. Uh, in fact, I've reached out to Jeff Benson and see he's got a list of cross-sport props. Iowa plays Minnesota in basketball that day. Let's see if we can maybe uh, get a... For the state of Iowa, that makes some sense. Iowa, yeah. Get the Hawkeyes, Gophers, maybe... Who scores more points, the Chiefs or Chris Murray? Huh, nice. Yeah, that's not... That's not bad. How about those Illinois kids? They got thrown out of Iowa. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Keep them over there. <laughs> Indeed. Mike Palm, Vice President so, uh, of Circus Sports. You're in Phoenix. You'll be on Radio Row on Tuesday, and then quick trip for you, and then right back to Las Vegas? Yeah, I leave Vegas 7 o'clock Tuesday morning, down there on Radio Row for most of the day. Then there's a function for the Vegas Super Bowl committee 
uh, I think it's seven o'clock Tuesday night that I'm going to be at, and then at eleven thirty I fly back to Las Vegas. Jeez! And you said yesterday that uh, the Vegas Super Bowl committee uh, was formed three years ago that they've been gearing up for this event in Las Vegas. Three years. Yeah, Derek's been on the committee. They meet monthly, and of course now they're they're meeting every other week. And uh, Jan Jones, the former mayor, you know all the all the influential people in town and the people from the. Las Vegas uh, Convention Bureau and Las Vegas events and that. But this, listen, they don't tell the NFL what we could do. The NFL tells us right. what we're going to do. Yep. <laughs> and what land they're going to uh, confiscate or whatever. I mean, it's unbelievable. They've, all, they've already told Uber and Lyft and all these people, these are the only zones you'll be able to pick people yep. up. In. Yeah. Right? They're, sure. they're all, they've already setting the map that you can't go here, you can't go there. There's there's no negotiating. No. And they're going to make it so when it, wherever they do get dropped off, the people have to walk by all of the NFL uh, shops, and they own the concessions. It's just it's unbelievable. It is such a cash cow. Great stuff, Mike Palms. Uh, the squares are out. Um, it's you go ahead and pick your spot for a buck. So tell the folks out there if they're if they're uh, unfamiliar with circus squares, just what it, what it means and how they participate. So I'm sure everybody's gone to Super Bowl parties over the year. You have an office pool with a big board of a hundred squares. And- you buy however many you want and write your name into these blank squares. And then when it's full, they draw the numbers and you hope you get a seven and a three or a zero and a four. And sometimes you end up with a five and a nine. Um, we've kind of uh, uh, taken it to the next level where it's actually a wager with the sports book for the first quarter, halftime, third quarter, and the final score. There's a board for each. You go on your app, you pick what numbers you want. So zero, zero, the end of the first, I think it's plus four, four fifty seven of the Eagles, five to one. There's a bunch of them that are five thousand and ten thousand to one. The minimum bet's a dollar, and the maximum payout's a hundred thousand. We'll have some fun. Indeed, you will, Mike. We'll talk to you next uh, next Friday. Have a wonderful week out in Phoenix, and uh, thanks for doing this, Mike Palm. Thanks, fellas. Have a good week. Yep, you too, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations at Circus Sports. Circus Squares are available now. Have you dabbled yet? No, not yet. I, I told grabbed you. all the zero zeros. All the zero zeros. Don't, you don't want those long shots. Nah. I don't know. I'm just just playing them just to play them. I'll grab Cindy some. I'll let her. Pick oh, okay. There you go. She wants and give her some long shots. Oh, that's all she bets. Yes, that's yes, all she yes. Bets. So she wants to win big. Anyways, uh, we will speak with our friend Tom Caker. But right now, we're going to give you a chance to win big. How about that? It's time for another thousand dollar slam dunk. Just head to kxno.com. Since you're there, you may as well enter this keyword. It is green. Green at kxno.com. That's your chance to win a thousand dollars. Green into the pop-up box at kxno.com. Green. kxno.com. Tom Caker next. Trent's picks of the the day, the week, it can't be. There's nothing to bet tonight. Well, there's a few. You know, we get the Mac, not the Mac, the Mac. The Mac, the, yeah. the Metro, they always got games. Summit League has been playing more Friday night games. There's a few on the college slate and kind of some projected games I like this weekend in college. So hoops. you went off the radar yesterday. How did you do? Uh, we pushed. Five and five, lost the juice. Mm. Second time this week. The juice is getting me. We got to get hot again. Time to Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. KXNO. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers, you can get a no sweat, same game parlay. Every single day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in, place the same game parlay on any 
NBA game. And you're, if it doesn't hit, you're going to get a free bet back. I'm looking tonight. We got the Kings and Keegan Murray mm-hmm. against Halliburton and the Pacers. What a return for him last night, by oh, the way. Oh, boy, was he good. Oh, he's, unbel- he's an all-star. Yes, he is. Good for him. He's going to make, he is going to make more money than any Keegan Murray. Tyrese Hall. One of those two. <laughs> you can make a boatload of cash. And you can put together both those guys in the same game parlay. Watch that one tonight. Have a little fun. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get your money back. So download the app now and sign up with the code KXNO. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And you have to use the code KXNO. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. The bonus is issued as free bets. Opt-in is required. One free bet issued. It's Based on the amount of the initial losing NBA bet, eligibility, wagering, deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms if you have a gambling problem. Last summer, my house, between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now... We have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing. Good people. No big game celebration is complete without a game of squares. Circus Sports Iowa now offers Circus Squares bets. Everyone who has played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers. With Circus Squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, choose your square and choose which numbers you get. With a minimum bet of $1 and a maximum payout of $100,000, it's easier than ever. Download the Circus Sports app today to place your Circus Squares bets. For more information, visit CircusSports.com. Must be 21 older and present in Iowa to wager. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, about 1230 on a Friday. Breaking news. What have you got? Our friend Jeff Benson, sportsbook operator for Circus Sports, says... Yes, they will be hanging a cross-sport prop for the Super Bowl and the Iowa-Minnesota game at Circa next week. Good stuff. I like your Chris Murray play. That's a pretty fun one, isn't it? That is. Yeah. Uh, Chris Murray uh, will score more points than... The Chiefs, since they're they're the local team, if you will. I like it. I like it a lot. Who scores more? Uh, Tom Kakert's going to join us right now. He likes to dabble. (laughs) Yes, he does. Uh, And he joins us. Hello, Tom Kakert on 3 Media. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing really well. Lots to, a lot of ground to cover with you, Tom. Well, it was much anticipated okay. on Wednesday, and uh, you were part of it. And as uh, they introduced the signing class, and then uh, the questions opened up uh, regarding uh, you know off-season moves, if there were going to be any. I guess um, your message board I'd probably went the way we assumed it was going to do. I- I'm guessing that the Brian will be back news was not real well received. It wasn't, um, it, you know, but I kept telling people that it was probably, this is where it was headed, and, um, and this is where it landed, and um, yeah, he's he's back, and um, for at least one more year, and um, you know, it, uh, Kirk kind of took the tact of, hey, it's 
it's more on personnel than the person. Um, and that didn't land real well, nope. I don't think. <laughs> nope. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's where they're at. Now the proof will be in the pudding. So we'll see what happens. It's crazy. I just, it's unthinkable. It's unfathomable. Yet here we are that an offense can be this and that, not for two years, for six years. And yet you're going to run it back again. And the thing that bothered me, I think, the most is Kirk and the half truths, the not telling the whole story. And we're 55 and three when we score 24. True. That's true. But you've only got there about 60% of the time. I think over 20% of those times that they got there, they did it with the special teams or a defensive score, not even including what the defense has done with short fields and the like. It, It's not painting the whole story. Is this Kirk intentionally not telling the whole story, or he's truly believed it's as simple as that? Hey, we're going to get there with this offense. This is the way it's going to get done, and we're going to be able to turn this corner and not just win a division title, but compete at the highest levels of college football. Yeah, that's uh, it, it. It is what he believes. Um, I'll, I'll share something with you guys, though. That so um, yesterday afternoon, um, I, I sat down with uh, Cade McNamara for about uh, forty-five minutes to an hour uh, for an interview. Uh, for uh, I do some interviews for the the Swarm Collective, and so I sat down with him and and I think the clip will probably get put out next week, but basically he said, um, we're going to score some points this year. So, um, and he said that with a smile on his face and, uh, and a chip on his shoulder. So I, I you know, he is uh, fired up and believes that this offense is going to hum under him. So uh, I guess if you want to take some hope, mm-hmm. maybe there it is that, uh, that Cade McNamara believes that the offense is going to, Get going, and Andy also shared with me that he's probably going to be uh, ready to go for most of wow. spring ball, which will be uh, which is a positive development because I didn't think that no. he would be ready, but he was pretty emphatic that he was going to be ready to go for for spring, and um, so it's interesting. So that interview, I think, will at least snippets of it are probably going to come out on Tuesday. I would guess. Oh, good stuff. Look forward to that. I like the. I like his confidence. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on him to put to uh, yeah. because he's carrying the he's carrying Bryant on and Bryant he, on his shoulders. He embraces it though. I love it. I mean, he's good. he's just ready to go. I mean, he's like we're. He goes. I want to. I'm. I'm. I'm going. I'm in this to win another Big Ten title, not just go to the title game. In it to win another Big Ten title. Hmm. So. What about his, his teammate now, current teammate again? What about uh, all tight end? I mean, how good can he be? Because he's coming off an injury too, correct? Didn't he only play a couple of yeah. games due to injury? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. I uh, believe it was a back injury, and um, he's um, you know still recovering. I don't know how much he'll do this spring, but given the trajectory that Lachey's on uh, mm-hmm. and, and the you know, that Lachey will probably be a lot like, I would think, like a Sam Laporta was this year. Uh, and then you put in Eric Hall, who I think was at, as long as, provided he returns to his form, is kind of on the Laporta level. They could have, like, two really, really good tight ends this year uh, to that will complement each other. And, and one of them uh, has a long-term relationship with Kate McNamara, which I think is going to be very helpful. Tom, they're going to be better offensively. They can't be worse. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's as simple as that. They're going to be better. 
some of my frustration comes from missed opportunities. This year, huge missed opportunity. Yeah. In the Nate yep. Stanley era, huge missed opportunities. There were, of his three years as a starter, two of those years, they absolutely should have been the Big Ten championship game, and they didn't get there. And mm-hmm. this is going to be an era where look back. A lot of success, a lot of wins, all those things. But what could have been? You have an elite defense that has gone to another level. You have a high-level special teams year in and year out, and that's still being left there. And the legacy angle, that's what I wonder about, too, because I know I'm not alone, but I know there's also people that they don't care at the same level. They love Kirk. They love what he's done. Win eight, nine games. Every couple years, get to a championship. That's good. What is this doing to his legacy? And if they don't hit those levels again, if they go 9-3, and three, Wisconsin goes to the championship game, legacy-wise, what does this do to Kirk? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, that's a fair question. And I, I think it, there's so much that's going to hinge on this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if they don't do well this year, and by well, I mean like, um, you know, be in that last weekend, uh, you're playing for a Big Ten champion, uh, spot in the Big Ten championship mm. game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, if they're not, given the schedule, there's no Ohio State, there's no Michigan this year. Okay, right. so you just, you got Penn State at Penn State, and that's a tough game. But other than that, um, you know, it's not like they've got Murderer's Row coming at them. So and if they can't get to that, and they're sitting out, you know, if they end up like last year offensively, and it's just another, um, just, just a mess. Uh, you know, you're averaging 17 a game point-wise, and you can't score touchdowns, um, then it's not only is Brian out, is it time to make a change in head coach? I think that's where you're at at that point, right? I think that the fan base would be clamoring for that at that point. I I can see that. You know what? I don't blame them. You're allowing them to double down on on, on this and say, okay, yeah, you're going, you're going to, no changes, but... um, this time where the clamoring is going to be for the head coach rather than just the um, just the offensive coordinator. And then who would hire the next head coach? And that's a whole other topic. <laughs> we can save that for another day. Uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, basketball-wise, let's go back to last night before we take a look at tomorrow, one thirty on Fox, sure. Illinois, and Iowa. Uh, Tom, she's, Caitlin Clark is amazing to watch. She truly is. The way yeah. she sees the floor... Um, she knows where her teammates should go, and she, that's, I think, why she has so many turnovers, right? Or a lot of them. Uh, is, uh, I think she's playing at a higher level. Her head is going quicker than her teammates are, and that's not a knock on her teammates. She's breathing nope. rarefied air, Caitlin Clark is right now. Um, I don't know how, I mean, this is, is this a generational? Cause I was had some good, Blues had some good players, uh, come through the program, but this seems like it might be generational. It, it's, it's so wild that, like, I remember just a few years ago, everybody was like, yeah, nobody will ever touch Megan Gusson right. and her records and, and what she's done. And she was the goat and everything else. And, and here comes Caitlin Clark, who's just going to obliterate every record in the Iowa record book and, uh, and, and maybe put it out of reach. We, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, she is a special talent, uh, for sure. And, and last night, she was in one of those zones where the great ones can only go mm-hmm. and it, where the shots were falling, the passes were on target. And the thing she does uh, so well, I think, and it's a hard trait is in that 
hitting a big, running full speed down the middle <laughs> yes. of the lane on those breaks where she can get uh, Hannah Sulky or, or um, you know, McKenna Warnock or, or you know, whoever, um, uh, Monica Susano, anybody know. like that, and just, just hit some perfect passes just right over the outstretched arms of the defender. Uh, it, it, it's just, it's, that's a skill. That's a special, mm-hmm. there's a small number of basketball players, men or women that can, can do those sorts of things. Um, you know, Jason Kidd was a guy who did that forever in the NBA. And, um, that's kind of the level passing you see from, from Caitlin. And, and she's thrown in, you know, she's like if Steph Curry and Jason Kidd had a, had a child, yeah. you know, they're, yeah. It's just the shot making and uh, and the uh, and the passing, just amazing. Well, on top of it, now we have a fun game at Carver tomorrow. Ooh. That is uh, gone <laughs> to another level with the Orange Crush for you, Tom. Being in the Quad Cities, this is certainly your yeah. biggest rivalry game. So fill us in and uh, what the week has been like, and and some fun comments certainly have been happening in some of the back and forth that has been going on with the Orange Crush against the athletic department. Oh, it's just you know. If you knew that you'd um, kind of gotten gotten those tickets under false pretenses, I don't know that I would have. Uh, my advice would have been to go quietly into the yep, night yep. instead of uh, making a big to do about it and throwing shade at Iowa uh, and left and right in a in a statement that they released. But I don't. Maybe they thought that Iowa wasn't going to come back at them when they had the receipts, literally and figuratively, <laughs> yeah. on the uh, on on the Orange Crush. It just it, but that just ramps up this rivalry even more, and um, you know it just—it was wild to watch that though because the national reaction was yes. was just so one-sided against Iowa, yep. and then all of a sudden Iowa puts out that statement, and everybody's like, <laughs> oh, okay, maybe I'm overreacting here," yeah. you know, and that maybe that that should give us all pause to maybe we should uh, take a deep breath and, and digest some things before we uh, go pound the, the, the uh, uh, characters into Twitter. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more. As you said yesterday, if, if there was ever a press release that could drop a mic, that would have been it because that's exactly yeah. what happened. It changed <laughs> everything. It really was. It changed everything. And I'm glad, Tom, because I'm with you. Uh, you know, honestly, when I first saw it, I thought they did it on purpose. They wanted to deflect from Kirk's press conference early in the day, change the narrative, get people talking about this, but you know, blame the athlete. And then when you see the story, it's just a remarkable. Now, Greg Doyle's written about it in the Indianapolis. What's their paper? The Star, Indianapolis Star, I yeah, think. Star. Um, yeah. He wrote yeah. about it today and uh, and and just crushed the or- the uh, Illinois crush folks over there. Not a good look. So let's get to the game itself. I mean, Illinois. There's po- is, is Trent and I ask everybody. Well, who's the second best team in the Big Ten? Right? Yeah. You see a lot of Illinois love out there, and people. I can't argue with that point. They haven't beaten essentially Murderer's Row lately, but it's how they're doing it. They're clobbering teams right now. This is gonna be a hell of a game tomorrow, Tom. And they hit that really rough patch, and Brad Underwood was making noises yep. at, at his press conferences, and you know, just kind of uh, just just trashing his team. And um, it, that goes one way or the other. They're either going to figure it out, or that thing was just going to circle the drain and just turn into a horrible season. And to Brad Underwood's credit, he's found the kind of the right combination. They've gone a little bit bigger. Uh, Sky Clark is gone. Maybe that was part of the reason that things were going bad. There was um, the you know the five star guard uh, maybe 
it's causing some distractions internally. I don't know, but um, but they have figured it out. Uh, the mayor kid's gotten hot, and I think that's been huge for them in the last couple weeks, and they're playing a lot better. Um, it's just like every team except for Purdue in the Big Ten has gone through one of these mm. these uh, just cratering situations, uh, and and uh, even Iowa, and and now. Illinois has kind of taken themselves out of their tailspin, and, and uh, Iowa has as well. So this is going to be a huge game for, you know, potentially teams looking to get to that double bye uh, in Chicago. So Chris Murray sat out the five games with the injury, had plantar fasciitis, and has bounced yeah. back, been inconsistent at times uh, from him. Is this something that's going to linger mm-hmm. all year long? Is it something he's completely over and really don't have to worry about it? What do you know on that injury front? Yeah, I... As far as I know, he's he's completely healthy. I think what you've been seeing with him is teams have just gotten really physical with him, and they've brought double teams at him, and they're just saying, okay, the rest of you Iowa players, uh, Aaron Eulis, you go try and beat us then. Uh, Tony Perkins, you go try and beat us. We're just not going to let the Murray kid beat us. And I also think maybe he's pressing a little bit at times, um, uh, just you know, maybe trying to do too much. Uh, there was one game where I just thought he had, he had what every player has, a bad game, just didn't shoot it well. And um, But I think overall he's, he's going to be fine. Uh, this is an interesting game, though, because Illinois has gone to this big lineup where they've got uh, Danger in there, and he's a big wide body, and then they've got, you know, Mayer 6'9", and, and Coleman Hawkins, Hawkins 6'10", yep, 6'11". Yep. So they've got they've got a front line that's pretty imposing. So I asked Fran today if maybe you got to play Patrick a little bit more because he can combat some of that length and size uh, with his own length and size. And I think we might see a little bit more of him. Well, that's good to, because that was my final question for you, Tom, just going back to uh, earlier in the week, um, the Northwestern game, when Patrick left the game, the TV showed, uh, the cameras picked him up talking to Fran on the, and then he ran into the locker room, came back, and I don't think got back into the game. So just, uh, I mean, we, does anybody know what happened there? Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that, that at the Rutgers game, that first time he came out, he ran right over the bench, he hunched over, and it was like he was completely exhausted. Gotcha. Um, so I think it's a, it's a process of not just getting your win back, but – because I think his wind is fine. I think it's his game wind and trying to harness the uh, energy and the adrenaline that gets pumping when you're, you're getting back in the game and, and playing again. So I think it'd be okay, um, but I suspect we're going to see more of him. Also, uh, Fran told us today that uh, Big Jelly is back at practice. Oh, good. So he's not he's, he's not ready for action, but maybe he'll be ready to, to uh, tangle with uh, Zach Eady next Thursday at Purdue. Won't that be a tilt? Good he gave stuff. him a couple minutes last year in the title game. Yes, he did. A couple of good minutes. A yeah. mm-hmm. couple of good minutes. Yeah. Uh, indeed. Uh, Tom Caker uh, on three uh, is where you can find HawkeyeReport.com. They still got that sale going on, I'm assuming, right? Sign up yeah. now for a buck. Yep. Buck. Not a buck, buck a day, not a buck a week, not a buck a month, a buck, period. Buck. Buck for buck till football. Buck till football. Good deal. Tom, uh, Trent will be gone next week. I I will speak with you uh, next Friday. Thank you, Tom Cakert. Have a wonderful week. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com, now on three for Tom Cakert. All right, Trent's plays of the day are coming up next.
How many have you got? Narrowed it down? You got a dozen? No, 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 not that much. We're, we're not going that crazy yet. All right. Well, By tomorrow, though. You know what my Saturday card looks like. I've sent you that one time. Yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I think I had 29 plays one day. I needed a bigger screen on my phone. <laughs> right. I can see you zooming in. <laughs> right. What's he on? <laughs> uh, 1245. Back to finish up our week. Murph and Andy, they come in in the well in about 15 minutes. And then Heather and Sean. By the way, they had Heather and Sean. Boy, they've had a good week. Um they had the guy from the uh, Illinois Crush on their show yesterday. I saw that, yeah. Good for him for coming on. Mm-hmm. Good for him for coming on and, and answering the questions. And uh, certainly good feather in uh, the uh, KXNO Drives hat uh, for getting that lined up. We will take our time out, come back, finish up the program. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. No big game celebration is complete without a game of squares. Circus Sports Iowa now offers Circus Squares bets. Everyone who has played squares knows the pain of pulling terrible numbers. With Circus Squares, instead of randomly pulling numbers, choose your square and choose which numbers you get. With a minimum bet of $1 and a maximum payout of $100,000, it's easier than ever. Download the Circus Sports app today to place your Circus Squares bets. For more information, visit CircusSports.com. Must be 21 older and present in Iowa to wager. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call our... Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roofing. Visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. Hi, right, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Should also mention Valley this weekend. Bradley, Northern Iowa. Kevin Lehman has the call. Five o'clock tomorrow, ESPN. Did you say news? News. It news. got flipped over. It was on the deuce. That's and then, right. Yes. As LeBron is got chasing bumped. history. Got bumped. So they got to make sure that they have that Um Drake... Where are they? Are they off this weekend? No, they haven't. Oh, they're in Valpo. Yes. Valpo. So basically. Well, you hope. Yeah. You'd like to think Don't so. want to give one back, though, No, right? that's for sure. That's a 6 o'clock game on the road at Valpo ESPN+. Yeah, plus has that. All right, let's uh, see if we can make some money. Let's see if you can finish your week with a winning day. Tonight, we got four games. We're playing Ivy League this afternoon, in fact. Four o'clock. I'm well, why wouldn't you? Before dinner. I'm already cashing a ticket. Well, hopefully. <laughs> Harvard at home. I mean, you know this, Yeah, Trent. You, you just any time you get Harvard at I'm home. getting points at Harvard. Well, we're doing it against Yale. Give me the three and a half with Harvard, pick number one. The Billikens of St. Louis, one of the favorites in the A-10 coming into the year. They have been super inconsistent. Starting to figure it out a little bit. So is VCU. Going to lay it here. Tight number. Give me the Billikens, minus two and a half. Really good game in the Mountain West tonight. San Diego State against Boise State. We've had two different people now tell us in the Boise last couple State, of weeks. Yes. Keep an eye on Boise State. Yes. What time's that game? That is 8 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Okay. Pretty good one. Found something to watch. I'm going with the Aztecs, though. Going okay. to lay it at home. Great environment there, as it always is. I'm going to go with San Diego State and wrap up. Also, a really good game in the MAC tonight, 8 o'clock as well. Top two teams, Akron and Kent State. Going to go with the Golden Flashes on the road. Taking a peek at tomorrow. Already have locked in. Well, of course, fading our pickers here. Sorry. That means I'll have Illinois. I will have North Carolina. And I will have St. Mary's. Mary's. Also, I love Oklahoma State tomorrow against TCU. TCU, of course, got the win. But the injuries. 
One game you can pick guys up. We've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. Second game, that's when it starts Oklahoma to catch State up to coming a off bit. a convincing win early yes, in the week. Yes, they are. So going to jump aboard uh, with that one tomorrow. I like Virginia Tech against Virginia. That's one that I have circled. Again, we'll see what the point spreads are. We'll see if it kind of marries with the numbers that I have and some of the things that I've done. But a couple of my picks for the weekend, and you know, I'll be watching the golf. You don't have hockey this weekend. Mm. What are you going to do outside of live PD? Uh, uh, live PD. Well, it's called it's called on patrol now. That oh, okay? I, I I didn't know about the Boise State game. I will dip into that tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, college hoops, I guess tomorrow. NBA, yeah, that, will NBA? No, I don't no. think so. It just doesn't float my boat. T wolves every once in a while. Yeah, get you. every once in a while, but still, just so you can talk to your son, right? Well, about the T wolves, right? Yeah. Uh, Joe Lenardi has uh, uh, Iowa State in the West bracket if they get to the Sweet Sixteen in uh-huh. Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to be there that weekend, whether they're there or wow. not. Wow! How about that? I'm um, Murph and Andy. <laughs> Five minutes away, Murph and Andy are kicks and no drive three until six. Have a wonderful weekend, Trent and Hire. We're well every Monday through Friday from eleven to one on Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO.